Welcome to the Geek Psychology Podcast. This podcast comes from the Geek Psychology YouTube channel, where we use personality type and geek and gaming culture to help you play life better. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being you. And I hope you enjoy the show. I got a question from a fellow INFP about how to develop extroverted intuition. So I'm going to read it right now. I'm currently working on strengthening my extroverted sides like NE and TE. Could you make a video on examples on how can INFPs strengthen their extroverted cognitive functions? Yes. Yes, I certainly can. Just to give a little brief explanation, the reason why I'm going to focus on extroverted intuition in this video is because it is the gateway into your extroverted thinking, your inferior function, and it also opens up your other functions as well. So getting good and getting comfortable with this innovating explorer character is one of the best things that you can do for growth. The problem is a lot of times we we get like a like a one trick pony. Like we we find this this aspect of it and we just kind of latch onto that and like, oh I'm good at this. But really fleshing it out, broadening your skill set within extroverted intuition and your comfortable sense of how to use it is one of the best things that you can do for your life. Unfortunately, I already recorded about 20 minutes of this video. Well, it wasn't recorded. I pushed start virtual camera instead of record. So we're going to go through this again, and it's going to be even better the second time. So I'm going to talk about a bunch of different ways that you can expand your extroverted intuition and to get more comfortable with it. The ones later on are a bit more unique and more out of the box as NE appreciates. So first, read widely and expose yourself to different ideas. If you only study within one domain, there's not much that you can mash together and innovate. So the way that I like to explain extroverted intuition is that it is innovating. So it's taking something from this domain, taking something from here, maybe taking something from here and putting them together and seeing what emerges out of that. The iPhone is a creation. It's an innovative creation of a bunch of different technologies. You have, you know, cameras and recording and phone and music and screen technology and design philosophy and ideas. And they're all mashed together elegantly and they emerge into what is the iPhone. And that is what extroverted intuition loves to do. I'm not saying that Steve Jobs was an INFP or anything like that, but I'm saying that that is how NE works. So if you only have a limited pool of ideas, then they become stagnant as they're just kind of like bouncing off each other and not doing anything new. So when you add a little bit more from some other domain, you learn um, how to make a tissue box. Okay, well, what does the tissue box have to do with self-development? And by just having those two ideas, you could say, well, maybe there are many different layers to self-development. And sometimes, you know, when you're feeling sad, you're, you're peeling off layers of yourself to understand who you are. Maybe you've got a cold or you're sick and you need to uh, get rid of these negative layers that are infecting you. And so you use tissue to clean those off and get rid of them. Maybe. I don't know. But that came from combining two different random things. And doing it with intention is one of the key points. We do this naturally, but 
doing it as a training exercise to see what kind of ideas you can develop is a big strength that you can develop into your life and to use it into your future to understand more about yourself and have a bigger impact on the world and understand your purpose. Next, embrace uncertainty and new experiences and surprises and being spontaneous, allowing yourself to get outside of your comfort zone, to broaden the fog of war, to do things outside of the the starting village. If you're imagining like a level one character in a game, you got to get out there. You got to do stuff in different places and fight different monsters and find different quests to go on. All these different things happen because of putting yourself into new contexts. I've lived in Japan for 17 or 18 years or something like that now. And when I first came here, when I was 18, it was crazy. I didn't understand anything that was going on. And it taught me so much about myself and who I can become and what I like, what I don't like, doing things that I never expected I would do. Some of them I regretted, some of them became like core pillars of my identity and personality. So many different things from putting myself into these different contexts. That is a very highly leverageable way that you can develop NE. And it's scary. I understand that. I know that, you know, it's like, I don't, I don't want to go out. But it depends on how badly you want to develop yourself and leverage the strengths of your personality type. Also, surround yourself with different types of people, diverse people from different backgrounds, different experiences. I know we can start to create our our friends groups, right? But if you have people from different countries talking about how uh, this is something that came up before in the INFP Discord, which you can go to inalfieldpositive.com and get the invite to it. Um, Just how are holidays different? in different countries around the world and like oh really you do that that's kind of strange like we would we don't do that in our country but that's cool and and this and you're just like playing with the different cultural aspects and that can broaden your understanding of the world one thing that i've noticed um, for people who leave their country their home country and go to another country is usually Hopefully, they have a broader understanding of like life and humanity instead of just being raised in your country, in your community, in your family, right? It gets smaller and smaller. But the broader that you can make that, the more that you just have this kind of sense of like people are people and yet we all have our different blends of, you know, who we are, who we want to be and how we perceive the world and how we interact with it. It's just really cool. And that pattern connection is really helpful for any. Try new things regularly. Pick up new habits. Um, go a different w- way to work. Experiment with being spontaneous intentionally to put yourself into these new contexts, to gain new information, to have new patterns be created. And the more varied you can make your experiences, the broader the reach of your imaginative ability. Next, dedicate time to intentionally thinking and and brainstorming and daydreaming. If you're always busy doing stuff and you're just like, I gotta, I gotta catch up, I gotta do all these things, um, you're not giving your mind 
the appreciation for coming up with these cool ideas. Even if you do get an amazing idea, which I get all the time as I'm like riding my bike to drop my daughter off at international school or something, I'm like, oh, that's a great idea. And then I forget it by the time I get home. Me too. I need to do these things too, to write it on my phone, to do something with it, to record a little video, to do a little post on it, to take a note so that it's training your mind, your unconscious mind, that this is the type of stuff that we want and we're actually going to do something with it. It's like if you're learning how to lucid dream. So when you go into your dream and you're kind of awake in it and you're aware that it is a dream and you can control different things, one of the best ways of doing that, of learning that habit, is to wake up and track your dreams. Like, what did I dream about? Spend a couple minutes just thinking about it, processing it, and writing it down. And your unconscious mind is like, oh, oh, this is something that you're interested in? Okay, okay, I'll, I'll make sure that you remember it. It's the reticular activating system at work. Some more unique things that you can do is to create a curiosity collection. And that is taking things from your life's experiences, actual trinkets, or like I always wanted a, a tattoo of like my experiences in my life, all these like meaningful events, these little runes that I could keep with me and just look at and then springboard ideas off of from there. Um, but you can have, you can decorate your wall with different items. Like I have a, a panda toy and a green rubber ducky over there. And I could look at them and create stories. Or I could say, what does that panda think about this other thing? Which is something I'll go on to later. And something I like to do with this is to have randomly generated words that I can just choose a word and choose another word and say, what kind of idea does this create? What kind of story could come about from this? But you can and probably should do it with physical objects too, because they have like more depth to them than a word in some ways. Another thing that you can do is engage in negative questioning. So this is inverse thinking. So how could I ruin this situation? How could I do the opposite of the thing that you want? And then brainstorm all the different ways that you would inevitably emerge into that negative result. So instead of forward thinking, and how can I get the thing that I want? How can I ruin it? How can I make it awful? How can I destroy this thing? And it's just a fun way of using a different angle of your extroverted intuition. Another fun one is to play the what if game. And it's even better if you do it with other people, but it's just you have a starting scenario and you say, what if this happened? And then what if this happened? And what if this happened? You just continuously connect the dots until you just have this massively expansive story that has broadened out from the original starting like core piece. Another thing is to practice the six thinking hats from Edward de Bono. Uh, this is lateral thinking, and this is actually one of the core concepts that I use within the Path of Heroes Academy and the I Now Feel Positive Masterclass and these videos as well. When I'm talking about looking at things from different characters' perspectives, this is essentially what I'm doing. So if you have a problem and you think, well, what would my introverted feeling character, what would my resonating soul think of this? What would my explorer advise me? 
What would my guardian advise me on doing? What would the commander want me to do? Or the envoy, or the mystic, or the adventurer, or the adept. These are ways of expanding your perspectives and problem solving with ease because you're seeing things from a third person perspective. In neurolinguistic programming, this is kind of like perceptual positions. If you know what that is, cool. But you can also say, well, what would that panda over there tell me about my life? It gets you out of your own perspective because you're springboarding an idea off of some other object or other personality or other thought. Another great thing is to do role-playing games. It puts you in a different person's shoes, essentially, in their character class. And you're always understanding how would you do something in this situation, but then you're seeing it from this other character's perspectives with their skill sets, their experiences, their goals and desires and fears. It's like drinking from a fire hose of ideas and possibilities and options. And it's really fun, but also it teaches you a lot about yourself if you reflect on it afterwards. If you say, okay, well, Karaz, my character did this thing. How did that affect him? And what would I do in that situation? And did some of myself kind of bleed into his character actions? Was I portraying that character honestly? And that's one thing that N.E. loves is unique novel ways of engaging with your mind and yourself. And that is going to get you more comfortable with doing things in the outer world with intention, pushing yourself outside of the introverted defensive stance and orientation to life. And that's going to broaden your impact on the world, it's, if that's what you want. But it's also going to help you just feel more okay, more able to adapt and interact and cope and thrive with the things that are going on outside of you because you've embraced and appreciated the ability to be spontaneous and to see new novel connections as they emerge. And as INFPs, we see things from a different light. We have all these different ideas, these idealistic thoughts and dreams, and the world really needs that. And it needs us to be more comfortable engaging with our extroverted intuition and being creative. And with creative, we need to create. We need to do something and make something with it. And that is often one of the hardest parts because idea space can feel comfortable, but then actually grounding it in the sensory tangible world is often overwhelming. And if you're ready to learn even more about extroverted intuition, you can check out this video over here for a deep dive into it. See you there. Thanks for listening, and I hope you got something out of it. I know that by listening to this podcast, it means that you're ready to take your life to the next level, and I'm so excited to help you do it. Whether you're struggling with anxiety, lack of motivation, or you're just looking for your spark and purpose, I have many courses and a one-on-one -on -one coaching service available to you to help you get out of your own way and be happy. So head on over to geekpsychology.com to get started. See you there.